Thank you for tuning into this week's message from Freedom Church CO in Woodland Park, Colorado. If you want to know more about us, you can visit freedomchurchco.com or follow us on social media at Freedom Church CO. So we are going to wrap up, I think, tonight. We Maybe. S- we started a series um, called No Comparison that we've had a lot happen in between. So yeah. we wanted to pick back up on that and we might end it tonight. But um, it's just been a really great series. So we're just going to jump right into it. and Yeah, gonna so I'm going to begin with 2 Corinthians. It's our key scripture, chapter 10, verses 12 and 13 from the New Living. Oh, don't worry. We wouldn't dare say that we are as wonderful as these other men who tell you how important they are. But they are only comparing themselves with each other, using themselves as the standard of measurement. How ignorant. Verse 13, we will not boast about things done outside our area of authority. We will boast only about what has happened within the boundaries of the work God has given us, which includes our working with you. And before you begin, I just want to say one thing right here, comparing themselves with each other. The, if, if the only way to be set free from this is we've got to begin and to, to realize and to admit to ourselves that we're doing this. Um, oh, n- not be condemned by it, but right. just to, in any area of our lives, when we have a weakness, you know, and, and possibly your spouse or a friend is trying to, is, is nicely saying something to you, you know what we have to be okay with? Okay, I'm not perfect. That's, that's okay. And I need to work on this area right here. And I'll tell you what, this is one that can cause a lot of problems for you in your life when we are comparing ourselves with other people. God has gifted each of us in different areas and we need to let them be them and we need to be not just okay, but excited about who Who God created us to be and where and what we are gifted to do. That's so, so good. And um, I think we brought this up last time we taught this, but just to kind of recap a little. There's um, really two types of comparison that we could talk about that um, isn't necessarily toxic. (laughs) One of them is inspirational. Another one is educational. In other words, where you're saying, how can I learn from this person or how can I glean from their experiences? In other words, I I experience this all the time when I listen to someone else minister or I see them in action just being who they're created and designed to be. And I think, as a matter of fact, I'll give a practical example. When I was growing up, this is going to show my age for all of us. what do you want to call us, 80s and 90s girls out there? But when I was growing up, Amy Grant, man, she was on the scene and I had all of her albums and I just loved her music and I would go down in my basement and I would sing her songs. And I I mean, I got to where I could sing exactly like her and I would listen to her messages and her story and I would just, I was so inspired by her thinking, I want to be just like that. And it wasn't this toxic, like, I hate myself. I wish I could look like her, sound like her, be her. But it was an inspiring, like, oh, I see something in someone that I see even in myself or have a dream that inspires me to move forward and that I could be like that someday. So that's actually healthy and that's positive that we have role models and people that inspire us. So again, we're not saying that when the Bible says to compare yourself amongst yourselves as unwise, 
I know that what the word is talking about there is that um, unhealthy, toxic kind of comparison that makes you feel lesser than or that you have to strive to be someone you're not. Right. Where um, So I just wanted to kind of recap and make that really clear. Um, in other words, we never want to compare ourselves with an idea behind it that says, I only feel good about myself um, in my own estimation if I'm equal to or better than someone else. And I'm going to say that again. The toxic kind of comparison that I believe the Bible's talking about that's unwise is when you say, I can only feel good about myself in my own estimation if I am equal to or better than someone else. Sorry. Again, in, in my own estimation. Oh my goodness. And let's be honest, like, like Pastor Joe was just saying, let's take a moment right here and, and take inventory right now internally with ourselves to say, do I do that at all? Is there anybody in my world that I feel like I'm, I'm judging myself saying, am I equal to that person? Do I see myself equal or am I even striving to see myself better than them? In other words, I feel threatened by them yeah. or I feel inadequate or I feel lesser than them. That is the kind of comparison that I believe makes us ineffective. I think that that also breeds insecurity and it literally will just, um, it's like saying to God, God, I don't appreciate who you made yeah. me to be because you didn't make me them or you didn't make me that. Um, so let's, I, I know that's kind of a little bit harsh, maybe tough, but again, admitting it to ourselves is the beginning of breaking free from it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna go back to this. We okay. will boast only about what has happened within the boundaries of the work God has given us. You know, how do I say this? So we have boundaries as in, this is who God created us to be. This is who he is or what he has called us to do. And we aren't to be concerned um, or trying to be like somebody else that's, you know what, it'd be silly for me. My, my boundaries, there is, there is a, I, I can't sing. So inside of my boundaries, I've got to stay doing this. I've got to stay being a pastor. I've got to stay meeting with people, counseling people, doing those things that I do and not trying to not get into your boundaries and trying to in, my lane, in, kind in of your, lane your lane and trying That's to good. sing. So hopefully, you know, hopefully really that good. helps. So, um, but if we are not as good as other people in our own est in estimation in any category, we can become miserable insecure a gossiper man this happens Ooh. a lot this does too we can become bitter or even jealous or fill in the blank again yeah. if you are being honest yeah. with yourself and you're realizing as we're saying this hey i am i am i'm comparing myself to this person and i have become miserable or jealous or bitter or you know maybe it's not on this list here but however it is affecting you it's it's negative and again, recognizing it and then admitting it to ourselves and say, okay, yeah. this is happening to me, huh? So the one of the things that he said it could produce um, is becoming a gossiper. And I just wanna address that for a second. In other words, do you ever find yourself, or have you ever, I'm sure none of you watching or in the room have dealt with this, so it's for those that we don't know, but anyway, have you ever found yourself like where 
you're in a group of girls, I'll just use us girls as an example, and all of a sudden you feel like you kind of have to poke fun or make a comment or judgment about someone else, and you're not really sure why you're doing it, um, I, you know, maybe check on, is there something about that other person, that girl that you feel like you've got to maybe, in order to make yourself feel better, or mm -hmm. again, we're talking about equal to or better than, um, by talking down about them, it somehow makes you feel better about yourself. I mean, I think that's a real temptation in, again, if there's, is, if you're comparing yourself um, in that unhealthy way, uh, it, there's a temptation to kind of talk about the person and to maybe shed, here it is, to either plant a seed, a negative yeah. seed, or shed a bad light on someone. Like we're sitting here right now and we're in front of these, if you guys could see behind the, the camera lights. and these <laughs> lights that are behind us and they're super bright and you know, man, they're, they're pretty unforgiving as far as these, but, but all of a sudden, you know, you see somebody and they're in this bright light and you're thinking, I want to be them or I want to do what they're doing or again, an unhealthy comparison. And so you think you need to say or do something that would shed a bad or a harsh light on them to somehow make you feel better about yourself. Amen. Listen, I'm not saying that any of us do that intentionally or with, you know, bad motives or, but, but again, I think it's a trap of the enemy to just keep us self-focused and not allow us to right. freely operate in who we are. And again, this, this unhealthy toxic kind of comparison can either produce in us, it can go, it can put us in one ditch or another. It could cause us to become prideful yeah. or feel inferior. Yeah. So again, we want all of us to just kind of take inventory tonight of our heart and our life. Are there areas that we feel like we got to puff ourselves up and be prideful about in order because we feel like we're competing with others? Or are, do we feel like so inferior and inadequate and like, wow, I don't want to do anything. Do you know what? I once had a friend in my world that said to me, this young lady had one of the most beautiful singing voices, a gift to write songs and just like phenomenal gift. And I remember this young lady saying to me one time, I just feel like if I can't be the best at what I'm doing, what's the point? And I thought, oh my goodness, if all of us felt that way and disqualified ourselves because in our own estimation, we didn't feel the best at something that we were called to do or gifted to do, none of us would ever step up to the plate and actually do something. So again, it's saying to ourselves, look, I don't have to be better than someone or feel lesser than, I just need to be comfortable and trust who and what God has exactly called right. me to be, the identity that I find in Christ and function in that with humility and vulnerability and trust and walk out in obedience and again, get my eyes off of myself and my brother or my sister. And I hope that makes sense. No, it, all, it always comes back to being uh, being self-focused and and yeah. that's never good. It's always putting our focus back on Jesus yeah. and, and and again when we when we are realizing there's areas that we need to work on, we need to work on those things but still not comparing ourselves in negative exactly. ways to other people. And again, there are positive things that that maybe we we can learn from somebody else. Yeah. We can always learn from other yeah. people for sure. So we just, but we've just got to be okay. You got to be okay with 
not being the best at everything and not knowing everything. And you got to be okay with Amen. making mistakes yes. in life. You, you've got to be okay with who Christ has created you to be. So let's look oh, at... Oh, and can I say just one more thing that I feel like I just heard somebody say in their heart and to answer this uh, question or, or maybe self-talk. Also, can I just say be okay with your age? Amen. I think this is a big trap of the, I mean, let's just look at Hollywood or look at, you know, I don't know, movie stars or influencers or whatever. This new fad or phase of getting all this plastic surgery and facelifts Jeez. and all this mess that honestly, if I could put a picture of what somebody looked like in their 20s next to what they begin to age and look like in their 40s, naturally... It would, it would be such an extreme difference between feeling like when you're getting in your 30s, 40s, or 50s that you want to continue to look like and be the, who you were in your 20s. Realistically, you guys, we, we're just, our bodies are designed to age and to grow old and let's be okay with that. And can I just say, to, so to the older crowd that's in my age range and even older, don't compare yourself feeling lesser than or inadequate or not as important or of lesser value because you're growing older. Let me tell you something that you can grow in wisdom and in stature and in influence the older you get. And right. I'm just going to tell you guys, let's embrace that. Don't feel like you got to stay, you know, young and, and compete with all. No, let the younger embrace their zeal and their passion and their energy and celebrate them. Give them wings to fly, but be okay with who you are and the age you are. And then on the flip side of that, the younger generation, don't ever look at somebody older and think, I guess I won't be as important or as valuable or nobody's really going to listen to me till I hit my 30s or my 40s. Not true either. See, we can either side, it can be the younger saying I'm where Paul talked to Timothy and said, don't, don't despise your youth, but just move forward in who you are and where you are and the age you are in life and, and let the Holy Spirit minister in and through you as effectively as he would like to just by yielding and surrendering. And I want to say the same to the older, those of us that are seasoned in years, move forward in boldness and confidence and courage and just total surrender to God, being a vessel that he can use in any capacity, no matter our age. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And, and not being just okay with your age, celebrate it. Be I excited about it. Amen. Um, be excited that you are where you are today. And as, as we're maturing and we're learning more, we should be Life should be getting better. Better. And I so, love that. Um, yeah. I, I am enjoying life, and we are not enjoying life because everything is going perfectly. <laughs> I can promise you that. Life, but life is good when, like, things aren't falling <laughs> apart. But at the same time, you know, there are there are times when, wow, we're, we're blindsided by something that, that has happened. It's like, you know what? I just, we have just determine you just have to determine okay i didn't see it i don't like it but i'm not going to let it mess up my day so or i'm not going to be upset when i wake up in the morning and see a gray hair popped up <laughs> <laughs> like let's just be honest and realistic this is real life 
And I'm thankful, you know, for um, the Peters and the and the Jonathans and the Timothys. And but yet I look to the Pauls and the Moses and the Abrahams that were willing to father and mother the next generation and embrace who and where they are in life. Again, there's a seat at the table for every member of the family and all are necessary, needed, and valuable. Amen. Yeah. So I want to read Galatians 3.28 from the New Living. There is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. So being one does not mean that we aren't different, That's that good. we do not have different gifts, uh, that God doesn't have a different plan for each of us. We, we, it simply means we are all one in the body of Christ. We are all on the same team. Some of us are hands, fingers, toes, whatever that is. And, and again, we need to be excited about who God has created us to be. Why should we be discouraged or why should we feel we should never feel less than because somebody's doing something different than what we're doing we are all just as valuable we are all one in the body of christ but again we have a a different place a different function absolutely and love it i just we just man you are you are so you are so valuable to God. So Jesus was telling Peter in John 21 that what he had called him to do was to feed his sheep. And he didn't name another pastor and tell him to be like them. And, and you know what? We should be so thankful that, that we're supposed, you know, we, I want to be like Christ. I do want to be like Jesus for sure, but I don't want to be like someone else. And G- Jesus did not tell Peter to feed his sheep like Whoever. some other else, another pastor yeah. or another teacher or, or whatever. So we need to do what God has called and gifted us to do, to not be concerned or compare ourselves to what the others around us are doing. Yeah. And that is, it's very tempting if we're not careful, mm-hmm. especially if somebody else is, pastoring another church in town and and the church seems like it's doing well it's blowing up in numbers whatever we cannot begin to get our comparison on another church and whatever that looks like for you in your life again just keeping our focus on jesus being who he has called us to be our focus needs to always be on god and what he is asking us to do. This can be easier said than done if you've been struggling with this, but once you recognize it, again, and I've said this, and admit it, ask for God's help to stop, and at some point you'll realize you're no longer struggling with this. So as as you begin to, it, first you got to admit it, and then say, God, help me in this area. And don't put it, I wouldn't put a time limit on it, but I can promise you a year or two down the road, you're going to recognize somebody else is doing this and you're going to be like, man, I've been set free from this and possibly even be able to help somebody else that's struggling in that area. So instead you'll be praying for others and God's blessing to be on Come them on. also. Right. Can you, can, I, when I'm driving by other churches, I have made it a point. I'm not saying I do this perfectly, that I think about it every single time, but I will, I, when I do think about it, I'll just say, God bless that church, bless the pastor, Amen. bless the congregation, bless whatever it is that you are doing there. Because I just have to believe that people 
People are being set free. Things, the, the good things are happening. Yes, Freedom Church, Amen. I believe, is one of the best churches on the planet. But, not but there the are only. many <laughs> other uh, amazing churches Amen. on this earth, and so, so in that is where I go back to. Okay, yeah, good things are happening over there, and oh, they're doing this. Well, but Lord, are you saying to do this at Freedom Church, That's or, or so what are you good. saying to do? And we are just going to continue. Um, doing what God is showing us to do and not try to do what somebody else is doing. So, And I think a really good gauge, um, and we're going to probably close on this point, a really good gauge too to know if you're if there's a healthy respect or honor or value of your brothers and sisters or even as pastors, other pastors and ministers in town and things like that, is, is there some kind of a wall that's being built? Yes. Again, where you find it hard or you struggle with blessing their ministry, blessing the gift on their life, blessing their family, bless, just speaking and praying God's blessing over or them maybe, as your family. Maybe they want to meet with you for lunch. I've gone to lunch with Come several on. other pastors. So but if I'm, if I'm jealous of them and I've allowed this wall to be built, there you, go. You, you never know. Gosh. What God is trying to do so in building relationships. Building relationships is wow. so, so important. Yeah. But if you've got a wall built up there and then and God is trying to speak through this other person to help you in some way, whatever that might look like, um, you've got that wall built there and it's just not going to, hey, how is it going to possibly happen? And so we, in, in that, we are limiting God. Thank you for listening. If this message blessed you, please subscribe and share this with a friend. You can tune back in next week for another great message from Freedom Church.